Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! And we're off. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? The first official podcast of the NFL season. Uh, We've been building up to this for a couple months now. Couldn't be more excited that this is actually happening. I keep having to pinch myself this week. Like, we have a real NFL game on Thursday night. Can't believe it. I know. Uh, It's nuts, isn't it? It's crazy. It takes so long. It takes so long. But we're finally here. Today, we got an awesome show, jam-packed. So we're going to preview the Eagles game. We're going to take a look at some of the other games this weekend, what we got our eye on. Um, And then we got our predictions, our annual predictions, MVP, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl winner, all the good things. Uh, So we'll get to that at the end. But, But first, a couple breaking news items coming out of new england jack jones is free charges dropped he's he's gonna free do man a little bit of probation and uh otherwise he's free and clear as far as the legal system goes now roger goodell could put his boot down and decide that for whatever reason he's angry and wants to suspend him but uh for now it looks like the patriots defensive backfield will stay intact uh after that planned court date uh, yeah, very, very surprising from the initial reports that we got that he got off. Uh, I don't know how much you guys followed it today. Definitely some news came out about, you know, he didn't know there was anything in the bag per se, and they couldn't find with a reasonable doubt that he um, he knew that there was anything in the bag. And they had footage of someone handing the bag to him in the airport. Um and he's on what probate? Did you say a probation for a year and a fine? I think is what he's paying. Yeah, I don't know how long the probation is, but probation got, like two days or forty-eight hours community service. Right, right. So, I mean, I don't think the guy should have went to you know, I don't know, maybe probably gone to jail. An average person would have gone to jail. An average person would have I mean, gone to jail. You know, life sentence or anything like that. I mean, I figured it'd be a year. You know, he'd get a year and that would be it. Then he'd be able to play again. It's not like, uh, what's his name out in Oakland who was manslaughter and went to jail. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a big push for the defense. I mean, it kind of shows why the Patriots had kept him around as if he was going to be a starter. They must've known, they must've seen the evidence, whatever, what have you. I mean, he didn't look great in the last preseason game when he played. So, I still have that taste in my mouth. Like, Oh, he didn't look great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's available now, but he's available. He's our starting number two corner or number three corner. Probably, you know, yeah. It depends how you, how you stack it, what they do with Johnny Jones, where Jalen Mills falls into place with this whole thing. But I mean, great news for the team for sure. I'm happy about that. I'm kind of shocked that, you know, 24 hours of community service or 48 hours community service. It's not a lot. And while he's on probation, the dude better not leave his goddamn hotel room or house or anything. Because then if you get, I'm sure if you get popped for something else or he does something else stupid, that always magnifies the first thing you're on probation for. Yeah. So. I'm sure the judge explained that to him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, keep it clean and count your blessings because. It kind of just proves, you know, the legal system, as long as you don't do anything absolutely ridiculous, you know, murder, rape, 
any crazy um, money will any anything stealing wise or like doing something you're not supposed to being in the wrong area you can pay off let's now, keep it, let's keep it on count- football here <laughs> i'm no legal counsel but you'll probably get things paid off if you want to yeah this is our new segment it's called legal advice from james J. yeah yeah right exactly we should have a legal advisor for this <laughs> yeah exactly don't yeah. don't step on any landmines so especially with some of the shit the, the players have been through in the past man i mean yeah so imagine being a Bengals fan oh boy yeah They've, they've had their history. And then, so Jack Jones gets clear to that. And then the other roster related uh, piece for the Patriots, Riley Reef goes to IR. He was banged up. Who knows how good he was really going to be at this point um, in the season. So Big they surprise there. Move him to IR. We're down to 10 offensive linemen on the active roster. And then in his place, Farrell Brown, the tight end that was on the practice squad, got elevated to the 53-man roster. So we officially do have three tight ends. That's nice. Also of note, the team can elevate three guys from the practice squad for this game. So you could still see Bailey Zappi elevated for the game. You could see a couple other people. I'm thinking Ty Montgomery. They only have two running backs active right now. So could add a couple a couple pieces, uh, guys in uniform, to face off against last year's NFC champions, the Eagles, in the Tom Brady game at Foxborough. Tony Romo, Jim Nance, national TV broadcast. 425 kickoff. Big fucking deal. And the Patriots better fucking show up. I'm terrified. I'm really terrified that they're going to come out and be down 20 and Tom Brady's going to do the halftime thing and everyone's going to be chanting like, we want Brady. Like it's gonna yeah. happen. Oh, poor yeah. Mac. Yeah. Just they keep setting him up. Uh, you know, Philly, Philly's a bear of a team. You know, we we've talked about it in the last couple episodes. It's just, you know, when it comes to offensive line, which you just mentioned Riley Reefs out. No big surprise there. I wouldn't be surprised if he's IR'd for the whole goddamn season so they can get out of his contract with some kind of injury settlement. Um, it seems like um, that dude Calvin Anderson has been back at practice. I don't know about what you guys are reading. By all reports I'm reading, it sounds like he's going to be the starting yeah, right tackle. He's projected, he's projected like to start at right tackle. It's yeah. projected to be him and then the dude we picked up from Minnesota, Vanderven. Vander, Vidarian Lowe. Vidarian Lowe, thank you. Um, he might be sparingly going Would you in call there, him? Vanderven. <laughs> he's like watching too much, too much Star Wars or something. <laughs> Okay. Probably. Um, That's awesome. You know, the Eagles got all the talent in the world. Their offensive line is good. Jalen Hurts is, uh, you know, killing it at quarterback right now. The receivers are disgusting. First round picks all around. Yeah. Um, their running backs are so so, but they're often, you know, their offensive line makes up for that. Ten ends defense, decent. And then their front seven is, I don't know, arguably best in the league up there, top three, whatever you want to call them. It's up there. It's it's going to be a hell of a, a game. I think, you know, everybody and their mother is kind of picking the Eagles to win this. Everyone expects the Eagles to win this. They're coming off a Super Bowl loss, which always kind of can create a slow start to a season or really derail your, your following season. So that's what the Eagles are coming off of. I'm hoping that happens. And I'm hoping, you know, the Patriots – Figure it out. I think we've got the talent. Our offensive line seems like it might not be a complete mess with all the starters, projected starters being in there. Um, I have hope. I do have hope. 
I don't, you know, and we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, it's a it's a tall task to to ask the Patriots to beat this team on week one, coming off of you know what what the Eagles did last season. They were what the third best offense, the second best defense. There's not a lot of flaws. I that think is it was correct. like the you know second least penalized or something like that. You know they don't make mistakes. They don't beat themselves. They're deep. Even if you you know even if someone goes down, you got really good backups coming in, and it's honestly it's probably the most talented team on paper that you're gonna play, um, or probably in the NFL. Really, it's gotta be. Um, yeah, definitely up so there. I would imagine they're probably Super Bowl favorites or in the top two or three uh, to get this week one is a, is a tall task. And, and the offensive line hasn't even played together, really. Our yeah. starters, um, Cole Strange has been out. I don't think Calvin Anderson's even practiced, really. I mean, just the last week. Yeah, we, just this week, practiced. Yep. Yeah. And they yeah, have a new so, offensive line coach. So even though they played together, a lot of these guys played together last year of the starters haven't played under Adrian Clem. So maybe some things were changed up. You'd like to see him get more reps right. together than having it happen on national TV against mm-hmm. right. the defending NFC. Champions. I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything from the past though. That makes me think we can beat the Eagles, you know, like I, you have to play perfect, yeah, mistake free football, create some turnovers, that kind of thing. Um, you can't beat yourself in, in a game like this. Um, yeah, I was going to be and with Tom Brady coming in, that's that it kind of stings like to, to have the Eagles come in for this game. It would bet it would have been better if it was, you know. Not such a difficult <laughs> opponent, I know, you know, I know it would have right? made me feel a lot better about the game. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I was trying to put together a game plan for how the Patriots could beat the Eagles. And it's fucking preposterous. It's like. <laughs> Here's what what we got to do. We need to win the turnover differential by at least two. Uh, we need to be aggressive on third downs against their offense, uh, putting pressure on Jalen Hurts, playing man coverage on the back end without getting beat deep by AJ Brown, probably presumably on Christian Gonzalez. Basically, AJ Brown is a human muscle, and he's going to push around yeah. any of our cornerbacks. So we're kind of fucked there. But then when you're aggressive on third downs, you also need to contain Jalen Hurts and not let him beat you with runs all the time, which Mm -hmm. was our kryptonite last year was running quarterbacks. We just couldn't contain them. You think of the Bears game. Um, That's why we got Mapu. Yeah. Literally. So, so, yeah, I don't, I don't, maybe, maybe he has an incredible opening night. So it's like, that's what we need to do defensively because we need to get off the field. Because what we need to do offensively is somehow tire down their like seven dynamite defensive linemen. And we need to do that by having the ball for like 36, 37 minutes in the game, preferably playing up tempo so they can't they can't sub out. Uh, and then their linebackers are small. So my theory is you could go pretty big, maybe an extra offensive lineman, maybe two tight ends and try to run off tackle, just run away from Jordan Davis, wherever he is. Everybody else in their defensive line isn't that big. He's he's a yeah. mountain, obviously, uh, but mm-hmm. and Fletcher Cox, a, a good player, can, can hold up at this point in his career. But then, like, Hassan Reddick on the edge, not known for 
run stopping, setting the edge. I just think we need to run off tackle away from him, maintain the ball, get uh, get the ball out of Max hands fast. I'm actually starting Kendrick Bourne on my fantasy team this week. I think he's going to have a big game because you got I do too. Darius Slay yeah. is going to be on Devonte Parker. Bradbury is probably going to be on Juju. And Bourne's got the most chemistry with Mac and had a really good offseason and, and summer. So it's like, I don't know. We got to have the ball a lot. Yeah. We got to take the ball away from them. We got to shut them down on third downs. And like we said, this is one of the best teams in the league. It's like, it's everything's yeah. got to happen just right. It's the number yeah, one I mean, pass defense and, from last year, number 16 running defense yeah. from last year. So maybe, I, I agree with you as ball control, get Ramadre going, maybe play that, that you know, possession game with him. Um, I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything I read about Philly this year in preseason, it's like if Jalen Hurts misses a throw, it's shocking. It's not like when he makes good throws. It's like when he misses throws. One thing about Hurts' game uh, that I've heard over the past couple days is, you know, obviously we know all of his talent, but when kind of like every other cornerback, you know, when they get pressure up the middle, um, their pass percentage no, it takes a nosedive and that's the same case with him when he is in the pocket you know great statistics but when he has to be roll out of the pocket and can't run that's when his um passing statistics take an absolute nosedive i think it was like qbr is like 24 or something when he's has to roll out of the pocket and throw so up the middle pressure is uh is going to be a big one for us i think that's going to really you know when they've got good guards they've got you know uh, kelsey's maybe the best center in the league um so it's not like that's just easy to do but you know you got Keon white now him and wise are interior rushers barmore it's an interior rusher like let's see get those guys going if they can get something going up the middle you know that's great that might might take him off his game a little bit have a couple series where they have to readjust and stuff like that. And then from a defensive standpoint, it is Matt Patricia. I think he's the defense. Is he the he's defensive a, coordinator? No, he's the assistant coach. He's the assistant coach, but he's probably got his fingers on the defense. He's got his fingers on the defense and, and Bill must know how he calls defense or, you know, what he likes to do and stuff like that with the safety corner billets his things like that. So, I would hope they have an idea of what he's planning on doing and kind of attack his weaknesses overall as a defensive coach, defensive coordinator, that type of thing. Plus they have two new coordinators at both positions, right? Offensive and defensive coordinator, both new. Yeah. I, you know, like you guys were saying, they're a sound football team. Maybe that takes them off their edge off a little bit because they have two new guys up there. It's possible that they have mistakes, substitution issues, stuff like that, off offsides, things like that. Not that that's going to win you any games, but anything, anything to get these guys off their spot. And I think scoring fast, we were probably, what, one of the worst teams or the worst team in scoring in the first quarter last year? Yeah. Bottom, you know, yeah, bottom two five. teams, something yeah. like that, <laughs> bottom five. Mm-hmm. So I think that's super important for, you know, them to get points on their first two drives first quarter points get on the scoreboard maybe put some pressure on them yeah right? keep the confidence up keep the fans keep engaged. The confidence up. i think it's a lot to ask for some of those things you mentioned I, they were third overall last year in the turnover game um turnover margin um second in penalty yards i mean on third down their offense was third in the nfl and fourth down they were fourth in the nfl we know 
how tough they are on fourth down. You, this is a team you have to, you know, you, you get them to fourth down, you think you're off the field. Like, this is a team that, you know, especially if they're in short yardage or if they're in, um, you know, past, past the 40, the 35, 40. It's a team that, that doesn't care. They'll go for it. Um, it's a lot. It's a... Yeah, you know, sucks. I don't want to be all doom. I don't want to be all doom and gloom, but I mean, you're, this is like the worst possible matchup for week one. Yeah, no, it's tough. I think I mean, we're, this is. A, oh, go for it's it. Just, I, th- I think we're gonna play okay. I'm, I'm scared it's gonna go real bad. It could go in the tank right away. I'm scared about that, but I, I think based on the way the training camp has gone, based on the pieces they put in place on the coaching staff, I think they'll be okay. I still think they're gonna lose, but I think they're gonna be yeah. okay. I mean, that's what I think, too. I mean, it could definitely be a blowout. could be 33-7 by the end of the game, but I'm leaning towards it's a close, competitive game. You know, I mentioned every year to first four, and it's more like four to six weeks now. It used to be the first four weeks, but now with the lesser preseason, I mean, none of the none of the Eagles players played all preseason, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, not that we got a lot of snaps, but Matt got a couple series, stuff like that. You got some starters in there across the board. Most of the starters didn't play at all for Philly, and I feel like that's got to, you know, it could take a half for them to really kind of get things going because it's just not the same as practice. I mean, that's kind of where the NFL is going, where it's just training camps now, just practice reps, and it's not game speed. It isn't. So, Hopefully that takes them a minute to get up to speed. I mean, this is a team mm-hmm. that only lost four games last year, one including the Super Bowl, right? right? They lost two late in the year to Dallas and New Orleans in, you know, not blowouts, kind of close games. And then they lost somehow the Commanders yeah. midseason. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, that's um, that. that was division. a tricky game. They just, know each, they just know each other so well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I'm, I'm really – I feel weird saying – I want to see just better football from the Patriots. And if they lose, they lose. But, like, I want to see, yeah, you competitive know, some, football. Some, something entertaining, man. I mean, watching that offense last year, it was like they didn't – no one knew what the what the hell they were doing. I just want to see some competency, um, people in the right places at the right times, not making mistakes like crazy. I want to see Trent Brown not jump – to a false start all the time, you know, yeah. like I'm just looking for some, some entertaining football on this one. And if we lose that, that's okay. It's a long season. Um, you're playing probably the best team in the NFL right now. I mean, arguably, and to just see some like progress, I guess is, is what I want. There you go. Set the bar low for week one. Yeah. Uh, we want a better showing than we had last year on opening day against the dolphins. Yeah, it's a it's a tough matchup. All eyes are going to be on them. Luckily, the expectations shouldn't be that high in this game, given the opponent. But yeah, no. like you said, we want to see some good, competent, professional football. Definitely. Okay, so that's the four o'clock game. We got a couple other decent games. What's your projections weekend. for the game? Ooh, I got the Patriots nineteen, Eagles twenty three. Right. Uh, Eagles 27, Patriots 13. Well, my whole tradition was to always pick the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, but that was with Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Times have uh, changed, buddy. Yeah. I know. Uh, all right. I'll, competitive game. I'll go Patriots lose 30-24. It's going to be cool to see him in the house. Tommy boy, back home, 
Yeah. You think they're going to retire his number? They, they no. should. They should. They're, they, not gonna... I don't, they're going to retire his number, but I don't think it's tomorrow Man. or Sunday. They just want to extend, like keep bringing them back every year. Okay, here's another yeah. accolade. Now we're going to put up a something... statue. Now we're going to put a whole banner for you. You're going to be the only person in the ring of honor. Yeah, I heard something from one of the guys on Patriots.com said this is the first of many Tom Brady nights. Fuck yeah. That's what we want. So, that's, I think I would retire his number right away. I mean, what are you waiting for? Like, I'm glad nobody You're going to retire it. that fucking number. I don't think anyone's going to. I don't want to see anybody stones? with that number. Yeah, no one's worn it. I hate that. I always hate when... And, and then you end up with like a, a Boston Celtics team where like... You know what I mean? There's no fucking numbers available at oh, all. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's but, like these trash numbers, like dudes wearing like 63. <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I remember when I saw Marcus Smart wearing 36. I was like, oh, God. I guess that's the only number in the 30s that's left. Nothing available, dude. <laughs> There's nothing available, yeah. you know? Yeah, but it'll be awesome to see Tommy back out there. Maybe we can get a let's go out of him. That's, that's, that's all we can really ask. Okay, so some of the other games, obviously, kickoff. Thursday night mentioned before lions traveling to arrowhead, taking on the chiefs chiefs are going through some shit right now. Travis Kelsey left practice today, hyperextended knee. Chris Jones still hasn't signed is threatening to stay to sit out until week eight mm-hmm. or some, some, something like that. Um, at the end of the day, do you, do you think the lions could do this on the road? Even if the chiefs don't have two of their three best players, I don't know. I feel yes. like they could. Yes, I, yes, um, I do. I, I do. Fucking I think like so the Lions. Too. You know. Oh, if you anyone... think the Lions? Would you say what? Frame that question again. I I missed. The I said, first do you think they could do this? Do you think they could the pull Lions. it off? The Lions. Do you think they could pull it no. off? I think everyone is so high on the freaking Lions, and my response is, they're the Lions. They're going to. I think they're going to suck. I know Ryan completely disagrees with me. A lot of people have. I th- I don't. I think Goff has been lucky. I don't think their coach is actually that good. I don't know, man. And everyone says they have a great offensive line, which they might. They do. Uh, I just don't see it. You know, it's like. All right, so Lions are super talented, and they believe in their coach. And and whether or not you you like the coach, they believe in him, and they play for him. So, you know, if anyone's going to go in the, you know, Kansas City arrowhead week one and knock them off, I feel like the Lions could do it, you know, especially with what the Chiefs are going through right now. Um, I, I am high in the Lions right now. Yeah, I think it's possible. I think there's there's a scenario where the Lions offensive line against the Chiefs without Chris Jones can just handle the game. They just, yeah, they just dominate the line of scrimmage. They keep the ball almost the whole game. And they use those two backs – and they protect Goff the whole time. That's the number one thing with Goff is if he's protected, he can make the throws. I mean, they have young. I mean, in week one, anything's possible. Too. Anything yeah. can happen in week one. Chiefs had a slow start early last year, so it's I don't know. <laughs> the Lions' offensive the Lions' offensive line is is legit too. I know that. No, they are legit, but it's just like it's the friggin' Lions. I can't. I know. I know. We'll find out Thursday night. I can't night. expect it's like with Goff too. You know, it's like I have not only do you have to trust trust in the Lions, you have to trust in Goff. It's like there's two that I just can't. I can't do it. Lucky for this him, is the weather's like, supposed to be nice because he does not like it chilly. Yeah. If you can string together like three straight drafts like they've had, you know, the Lions, you can. That, yeah. yeah, that's how easy it is to to become a legit. I mean, obviously you need a quarterback, but 
I think yeah. they're a legit team in the NFC. Is Gibbs going to be a game changer? He's not. Is he going to start? Well, I mean, he'll get a ton of time. They yeah. they signed uh, what's his face from the Browns, Montgomery. Yeah, Dave Montgomery. So he'll be the the I guess the the bell, bell cow, cow in in terms yeah. of between the tackles. Jameer Gibbs just a three level playmaker. Yeah, he's he's a game breaker. Yeah. man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first game on Sunday. I'm looking forward to San Francisco traveling to Pittsburgh. Another team uh, that's had great game. success and is missing uh, probably their best player. Nick Bosa continues to be unsigned. Uh, hasn't shown up to the facility. It's coming right down to the wire here, and they're going on the road across the country to play Pittsburgh, who is one of the best coach teams in the, in the entire NFL. Uh, I don't know what to do with this game. Brock Purdy. We yeah. really haven't seen him after the elbow injury last year. I'm kind of leaning towards the Steelers in this game. I, I, I am know. too. They've had a lot of good publicity in, in the off season too, with all the George Pickens highlights and everyone saying Kenny Pickett's much better. They, they actually played in the preseason, so they should be further mm-hmm. ahead than a lot of teams that didn't. Yeah. yeah, I could see I, the Niners getting off to a slow start here, too. Same. Just the way things have been for them. You know, kind of distractions and, and party coming back. Um, I don't know if it's the Steelers that gets them off to a tough start. I feel like the Steelers have their own problems. Although I do feel like they're going to run the ball really well this year, and I uh, I think their defense is markedly better. Um, TJ Watt returns fully healthy. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have concerns about their passing game um, and the Niners, they need to get Bosa back in. You know, I don't know what you need to do there. Pay the guy. He's incredible. Yeah. Why, I, why wouldn't you? He's 25, is he 26. Doing this, is he doing the same thing that, um, that Chris Jones is? Is he, he like out for, he hasn't been as public about I'll sit out half the year. It's been, right. it's been pretty quiet. They're like, we're going to get something done. We expect him by this time. And then every time they expect him by, he's not there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Ryan. There's just like a lot of smoke there. It's nothing bad, but just like a lot of different player movement and shifting. And there's a ton on Brock Purdy's shoulders. I mean, they, you know, they usually draft really well. Uh, Debo's coming off an injury. You know, Kittle got banged up, I feel like, in the playoffs, but it wasn't that bad. Um, It's just a lot on Brock Purdy. I don't know. He had a great string of, what, six or eight games last year. And it's like, how long is that going to continue? This guy was Mr. Irrelevant, you know. Yeah. Even Tom it's Brady. Easy, it's easy know? to bet against him, but I think. It that... is. But, you know, even Brady, though. Like, look at his second year. Like, everyone is, he just, you know, he was a nobody, won the Super Bowl. Everyone's like, he's going to go guns blazing. And they went, what, 9-7 and seven that year? 9-7. and seven. They were 3-0 yeah. and oh to start the year. And they like, were. They were 3-0 and oh to start the year, but. And that's fine. I know there was a lot of things in that season that kind of took away from Brady, um, Brady's production and everything. And it wasn't really his fault, but it's just like, you know, they're expecting him just to be this guy. They just traded their friggin' first round number three overall that they traded three first rounders for him. It's like that adds to the pressure, you know, it's like, okay, now we've chosen Mr. Irrelevant over the number three overall you have to be great. And yeah. I don't know. Well, Some guys just don't yeah. respond. To I, that. I also feel like Brock Purdy is in such a good situation. Like he doesn't need to carry that team. That team's got plenty That's true, of, yeah. of, of weapons. He could just give the ball to 
uh, on, you know, easily schemed short plays. Um, he doesn't really need to, you know, be Tom Brady with no, this. No, no. And, like, you know what I mean? But he did. He him. threw a lot, though, in the playoffs, I feel like. Didn't he? In the one game. Because no, he didn't one game. Th- he didn't throw it all in the second game. Oh right, he didn't <laughs> throw much in that second game, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he yeah did. right. <laughs> and uh, now he's got McCaffrey. So I know. I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about the Niners later on when we're doing our predictions for who's going to advance into the the final four uh, this season. De- Debo's an easy guy to get the ball to. I mean, he, you could just fucking hand the ball off to him. You could hand the ball off to McCaffrey. Yeah. You know, you have Kittle as a safety blanket. Um, Ayuk. It's just and and a really good offensive line. It's just like, yeah, and a master this play is call. A perf- perfect situ, yeah, and a perfect mm-hmm. situation for a young quarterback. Like, yeah, he's Mister Irrelevant. He's probably not the most talented kid, but he's got some balls and and like, you know, that counts for something. There's worse. Di- yeah, there's worse situations than that for sure. Yeah. Okay. So these are in the the must watch category. Uh, two AFC East matchups. Dolphins going to LA to play the Chargers. Just the amount of speed and talent that's going to be on the field in this game is going to be mesmerizing. So I'm super stoked for that game. Uh, I don't, this is a coin flip for me. Uh, Might be giving away some stuff, but I have a decent feeling about the Chargers this year, which is probably misfounded. But I'm going to take the Chargers to start off, start off quickly in this one. So I got them. I sure as shit hope they beat Miami, so I'll take the Chargers too. There we go. Every AFC East loss is great for the Patriots. Yeah. The Chargers, man, I mean, it's like every year, every year for a decade, I feel like. People have been like, oh, the Chargers are up and coming. The Chargers are going to do something great. And then every single fucking year, they're disappointing. They squeak into the playoffs. They get, I don't, I feel like they get injured. Like, yeah, they do get injured. Plethora of injuries every year. I don't know what that is mm-hmm. or if that's like a training thing or just dumb luck. Um, I don't have any faith in them. I think Miami's going to be a really good team, but I'll choose the Chargers just because I'd love for Miami to lose. I think Miami would, if I had to bet on it, I'd take Miami. How about that? Dissension. I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers as well. Um, obviously, everybody knows I'm a huge Herbert fan. But the, the weapons they surrounded him with, you got Rashawn Slater back healthy. Um, that's a huge thing for him. And, and Herbert being healthy because he wasn't right all year last year. It's not a horrible defense. Um, they've addressed some things in the middle of that defensive line, which I think was a huge problem for them. Um, so I'm going to go Chargers in that game. But I think, you know, I, the Dolphins aren't going to go anywhere just from based on that one one loss. You know, even if they lose the game, they win the game. They're going to be around all season. They're a tough team. Yeah, no doubt. The other AFC East matchup, this one is just juicy. Monday night football, Bills going to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers' debut in green. Uh, My goodness. Uh, This is going to be a seriously fun one. I got to take the Bills. I just think the Bills are a better team. And they got more history, more cohesion together. But I... This could go anyway. I'm just super stoked to see this one and happy that it's one in, of them gets to lose. Is it in lose. Buffalo? No, it's in New York. It's in New York. Meadowlands. I feel like the Jets are just going to come out firing. I mean, I, I would they go six and two last year to start and they all they fell apart throughout the season. I feel like it's going to be 
if anything goes wrong for them, it's going to be the same, um, same schedule for them. I think they're going to come out firing, hand the Bills a loss. They got a lot of momentum going into this year. Rodgers does look pretty damn good. They've got a shitload of talent. And Buffalo's just kind of been, everybody's got questions about him. What's going on? Diggs has had his issues. What's he going to be when he steps on the field? Is he going to be the same guy? I mean, but then there's the Jets' offensive line, yeah. which is worse, way worse than ours. What, so. what are the odds that Stefan Stephon Diggs throws his helmet at some point in this game? <laughs> I put it at like twenty percent. Could be likely. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah, just finally gets gets on national uh, TV. Voices the I frustration. Pick? I kind of I have a feeling the Jets are going to win. I mean, I don't know. Could go. It could I go either that, way. I, I feel like the Bills are a much better team right now. You know, maybe by the end of the season, the Jets will be, uh, you know, in that conversation. But I don't know. I have a hard time picking the Jets over the Bills right now. Yeah. Okay. Now we move on to the second tier. I got some intriguing games. Maybe not must watch, but I'm interested. Intriguing. Intriguing. Mm -hmm. The Bengals. Battle of Ohio going to Cleveland to play, play the Browns. Yep. Joe Burrow was out. Now he's back at practice. Still hasn't got the contract. You got to feel pretty good about the Bengals and then the Browns. The Browns is the reason this is intriguing because I want to know what type of Deshaun Watson we're going to see. Because yeah, we saw definitely. a guy that was top Not five Deshaun quarterback Watson. and he led the league in passing sure. yards three three seasons ago, sat out a year, sat out most of last season, and then looked like garbage right. when he came back. Yeah. You yeah. got a guy at head coach and offensive play caller that made Baker Mayfield look good. You yeah. got a... a Good offensive line. They added Orlando Brown. They've got uh, tackle depth there. They've obviously got Nick Chubb, receivers on the outside, Amari Cooper, Peoples-Jones, picked up Elijah Moore. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but the tight end is Njoku. Njoku, talented. Uh, I'm interested. How, how good are they going to yeah. be? Plus, they got defense. Yeah. They got they got good players on defense, too. They, they do. They, I feel like they draft my favorite players every year. It is an interesting matchup. And I and I like the Browns to an extent, but I just think the Bengals are one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, but I, I I really do want to see if Deshaun Watson can recover some form from three years ago, four years ago, when he was, you know, arguably a top five quarterback. Are we ever going to get back to that? Are we ever going to see that again? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with Ryan. I think I think the Bengals are just ridiculously talented on offense right now uh receivers joe burrow i think burrow like you said he hasn't got the contract yet he want probably obviously wants the contract um you know last year was a pretty good season for him but they didn't go as far as they wanted i think i think he's still got a lot of proof he's still got that chip on his shoulder because he hasn't won anything yet so i think i think they're gonna overmatch the browns but yeah it's definitely gonna be very interesting to see which Deshaun yeah. Watson wants onto the field. I mean, that's, you know, they traded a, didn't they trade a ton for him? Kings ransom and guaranteed Kings his entire contract. And guaranteed him hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's like, he's got a lot riding on it. You know, he, he kind of has to put out or it's the top, clock's ticking on him. So yeah. I'm some, interested. Some people are picking Cleveland to be like 11 game winners this year i mean they could win Dude, five i games. feel it, like I, every I freaking yeah. i feel like every freaking team in the league outside of 
Indianapolis and Houston, maybe that whole division, is it going to be 10? Everyone's projecting 10, 11 win teams all across the board. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's going to win 10 or 11 games. It's like, that doesn't make sense. There has to be shitty teams. There always is. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about the next uh, intriguing matchup Raiders at Broncos. Uh, this one, two teams, teams. Yeah. Two teams that some people are like, they could, they could sneak into the playoffs, but nah, probably not. They could, they could be awful. They too, could be yeah. really could terrible. Be so all, we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, all kinds of smoke coming out of Vegas. What's going on with the players relationship with coaching staff and management uh, Chandler Jones, specifically Josh Jacobs just got back there. Kind of Jimmy G is new. There's just some kind of turnover turmoil out there. Doesn't uh, McDaniels always do this? Yes. He goes somewhere, he pisses yeah. off their top three players, and then yeah. everyone's like, what the yeah. hell are you doing? Yeah. He did it in Denver. Yeah. He did it in the Rams, and now he's doing it in Vegas. He makes himself very unlikable to players, I think. I don't know why. Head, what is he doing? Coach. What Maybe the hell? He, you know what? The only thing I can think of is, is the same thing a lot of the Patriots – ex-coaches do they think they're belichick they walk in and and they try to act like belichick and you can't do that because you don't have the track record to back it up you know yeah belichick is like you know it's like basically you're an inmate you know what i mean (laughs) you're very regimented you have to be regimented and if you're not and if you don't take things 100 seriously at all times there's no joking around there's no bullshit like to go in there as a failed former head coach, offensive coordinator, and and try to demand those kind of, and I don't know if he's doing that. I'm just spitballing. But well, because Patricia did it in Detroit too. He walked in there, he pissed off their three like couple top guys, and everyone's yeah. like, "What are you doing? Yeah. You're not Belichick. You're an offensive coordinator that got the job because you were a decent <laughs> offensive coordinator. You know what I mean? Like." Right. And you, it takes time to earn that respect. It takes wins and, and championships to earn that level of respect. And I don't know that's what he's doing, but that would be my, my guess. Well, he gets his first matchup of the season against his former team, Denver Broncos, who have a new head coach themselves, Sean Payton. Uh, came in, threw some haymakers at the former coaching staff, Nathaniel Hackett staff. Um, all signs point to Russell Wilson not being any better this year. If he can't get better with Sean Payton, then it's probably a lost cause. Speaking of mm-hmm. trades that didn't turn out great for quarterbacks. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's in mile high. There's something to be said about that. And that defense still has a ton of talent in Denver. They got weapons on offense. I mean, I don't know. I'm just Javante, I'm curious uh, to Javante see. Williams is back. Javante Williams is back as a starting running back. I mean, uh, I, I don't know who's going to show up on either team. I expect it to be pretty ugly. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Vegas has a lot of talent. I feel like you know they got Devontae Adams, they got Josh Jacobs. Garoppolo's been a solid quarterback for you know most of his career. It's tough for him to stay on the field, but he's always played well. And I think his, you know, his record for wins and losses is fairly ridiculous. It when is. You look at it. Yeah, it's staggering. Like, actually, the guy wins a lot, so they've got that going for him. I know their offensive line is kind of a mess. They drafted a lot of high up players when Gruden was there. A lot of those guys seem to be gone and their defense is sneaky. Good. You know, Max Crosby's over there. They've got, you know, they've got some pieces. And then on the other side, Denver, you know, Denver has got a decent defense. They've got some weapons, as you said, and I'm just curious to see what kind of team Sean Payton puts out. 
because you know yeah. everyone talks about Sean Payton like he's a god, like he's up there with Andy Reid, Bill Belichick as you know, and Tomlin as like the best coaches in the league. And he was there was a time he was, but now he's older. He's been out of the league for what two, three seasons. Yeah, and two. it's like, can he two seasons? So can he just jump back in and make this make you know Russell Wilson look good? He's always been a quarterback whisperer type guy, like. What is he going to bring to that team? And the comments, as you mentioned, about him going after the former head coach, it's like, are you saying that because it's really that bad? Or are you just is that like your excuse to be like, we're going to suck this year? It's because everything was bad last year. And that's kind of bullshit because look how many teams got new. Look at look at what Deion Sanders just did in fucking Colorado. You guys see that? Oh, oh. yeah. It's one game. It's one game. All right. It, that is one game, but that's pretty, dude. I got to say, acting like they won the national championship, you know, and, and I watched that game. I watched the entire game. Um, Travis Hunter is, yeah, a different, a different kind of player. You know, I, I like dude, what plays doing both anyway. ways. Yeah. Crazy. Well, he is now. I mean, holy shit. He had a, he had like a, a bunch of pass breakups. I think three pass breakups breakups and interception should have had like two touchdowns yeah he's a special player yeah. but the reason i'm really interested in this game and, and probably because i don't give a shit about either team i just want to watch patrick Sertain try to cover Devonte adams that's yeah. fantastic you know i mean that's that's like arguably top three corner in the league um top three receiver guess, yep top three receiver yeah yeah that's awesome uh, yeah, so we're intrigued by that one. A couple couple other games that I might tune in for. Uh, Titans at Saints. Hear me out. Uh, the Saints... It's week one. I'm going to watch fucking anything. Oh, well, obviously. <laughs> I'm not interested in the Titans at all. I expect the Titans to start the season well because I think that's the type of team that Rabel coaches. Yeah. The Saints are a better team than the Titans are. But how good is Derek Carr still? How incredible could Chris Olave be this season? Uh, the Saints' defense should continue to be really good. They've had a ton of continuity there, uh, all the way up to Dennis Allen calling that defense. Mm-hmm. I'm just interested in what the Saints are going to be like this year. I'm picking them to win the NFC South. Garbage not a division. Bad pick. NFC South, yeah. Not a I bad think pick. That, that division's a toss-up. Um, I actually really like the Falcons in that yeah. division. No one's you picking know, the Bucks, minus, so you're so you're down minus, to yeah. The Bucks are. I think they're going to be bad. They're going to be um, bad. Well, I, and that kind of segues into the the Panthers Falcons game. Yeah, you know, I think that I think that's an interesting game. Panthers with the rookie quarterback Falcons. You just want to see uh, Bijan. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Bijan, Bijan, yeah. Pitts, London. I mean, there's and a they, good offensive line. They got like some talent. Quarterback. They're a quarterback away from being a really good offense. I think they have some really nice defensive pieces, too. Um, they just brought in the free safety from uh, the Bengals, Jesse Bates. They got A.J. Terrell over there. They have another corner that's pretty good, too. Uh, so, I don't know, man. I feel like the Falcons are a little sneaky, Yeah. you know? I could see it. I could see them. I'm, I was I mean, yeah. between them and the Saints in the South there. I, you know, I the feel Saints like have Panthers... the easiest schedule, too. Yeah. I feel like the Panthers could be decent because they do have a lot of pieces on defense. Um, Frank, but Reich. I think the Saints. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Is, I can't do it. You can't I, do it. I, I can't do it again. Um, 
But yeah, I feel like the Saints are a sneaky pick. I really do. I feel because the NFC overall is not that strong. And the Saints, like you said, they've they're sneaky, you know, got some sneaky good talent down there that you kind of forget about because they've been so bad and had so many injuries and so many things over the past couple of years and the the disastrous cap space hell that <laughs> Sean Payton put them in. Everyone talks about Sean Payton. I think they're still paying off fifty to hundred million dollars from his team three years ago. Yeah. But I think they're I think they're sneaky good. They've had some good drafts. They've put some good talent on the field. I I'd I'd take them to win that division. Okay. The uh the last one I have in the I'm gonna tune in category, it's really only because it's on Sunday night football. It's the season hasn't started yet, and I'm already kind of sick of the Cowboys and oh, Giants. The, the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, I'm already kind of sick of it. <laughs> hasn't it's even like all oh, them again. Yeah, I know, literally, right. dude. The, I mean, obviously, it's it's the only game on, so I'm going to be watching. But yes, I'm looking forward to Brian Dable. Uh, just some of the looks he gives on the sideline are great. Love seeing yeah, Wink Martindale stalking the sideline with the white Wink. sleeves dialing up the blitzes so aggressive defensively uh i think the cowboys are going to be really good uh they're they're fairly stacked but i'd probably take the cowboys in this game but i'd be rooting for the giants which doesn't feel great in my stomach uh i agree with you i i think dallas will win i think the giants have keep putting pieces together and dable is a good coach and he's he did a really good job last year I, I don't have any faith in Daniel Jones. I feel like they just gave him $40 million a year or whatever. And that's just going to bite him in the, bite him in the ass. I, I waiting for that guy to fail, but for the Cowboys, I feel like every single year, everyone talks about them like they're world beaters and every single year they disappoint, whether it's through injury or coaching or whatever. I, is it, uh, it's still, what's his name? Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy, your favorite McCarthy. Yeah. <clears throat> over there. Unplugged headset <laughs> sidelines. It's just static going through those headphones. <laughs> uh, you know, and they've always had every, you know, I feel like their offensive line has, you know, has always been considered the best they've gotten older. They've aged, you know, their defense, they still got Michael Parsons and a huge couple huge pieces over there. I just don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to last through the season. I have no faith in Dak. I feel like Dak is overrated and every year everyone talks about him being great and being this comeback player and this, that, and the other thing. And I just don't see it. You know, I don't see it. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to have a good season. I think they're going to beat the giants and then they're going to slowly fall off the face of the earth by the end of the season. That could happen. So I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the giants and, and I like what they've done a lot. Um, as far as shoring up some of the pieces on, on their team, looking mm-hmm. at their offensive line, they have three legitimate like star players in the offensive line: Thomas Schmitz and Evan Neal. That's awesome. They brought in they brought in Darren Waller, arguably one of the best tight ends in the league. That might have been the best trade uh, of the offseason. What they get him for like a fourth or a third round pick or something? Yeah, I think a third. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the receivers: Hodgins, Slayton, Wondell Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, Paris Campbell. That's a deep group. They're all pretty good. Uh, Jalen Hyatt take the top off defense. Uh, you got Saquon there. You know you get your check down w- with Waller. That's that's a lot better than what they had before. And then their defense is solid. Ashawn Robinson, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams. That's their defensive line. You know you can say Thibodeau's a defensive lineman too. Okarike o- Ojalari. They brought in Deontay Banks as a first round corner. 
Xavier McKinney, Adoree Jackson, like they got some fucking talent there, man. Yeah. And I expect that defense to be one of the better defenses in the league. Isaiah Simmons isn't even a starter right now. Um, they traded for just recently. It's safety. They're going to play him at safety, I'm, I'm, right? They got him listed I think the Giants as a linebacker. Well, but yeah, the Giants have a, have a real chance to end up a playoff team and finish second in that division. Yeah, I think so. We'll see. I agree with you. Can't yeah. wait to see what Wink does with Isaiah Simmons. You're just going to line him up at cornerback and blitz him every time. <laughs> Something like that. Literally. Hey, yeah, that's that's fine. You got you got Thibodeau on the other side. Jesus Christ. Good. You know. All right. So that's the the first weekend of NFL football. It's nice we got what's the sixteen games. What's the Monday night game? Did you mention Monday, Monday night's night the game? Bills Jets? The Bills Jets Monday oh, great. night. I know. I, awesome. I really hope Troy Aikman says something crazy. I feel like he was he was unbuckling his collar last season on Monday night. He's like, "All right, I'm out of Fox now. I'm gonna start ripping <laughs> some people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna keep that going." Start, I think I, I do remember that sleeves, he wasn't Troy. as positive. Yeah, you know, like the Chris Collinsworth, like everybody's great. You know, yeah, not as much. Exactly. Is there anything else you're excited to see from any of the other games? I'm looking at um, Ravens Texans, and I'm I'm just really excited to see Lamar Jackson play with Zay Flowers. Well, yeah, uh, all right. that's, all that's right. like so dynamic to me. You know, I I could I couldn't think of two more dynamic players to have on the field together at the same time. I worry. Um, I would just worry about Lamar. He's thrown. He's only really had success throwing a tight ends, and Zay Flowers is like five foot nine. Yeah, he's like, tiny. Uh, he I gets he gets that. open like immediately though, like he in does. short space. You don't need him to. You don't. You're not bringing him in to be Hollywood Brown. It's just running a deep route. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can put him underneath. You can put him in the slot. You can put him wherever you want. Gadget player. Uh, that's that to I'm, me is going to be fun. I'm curious about Houston. I know. I know. It sounds terrible. It does I don't think C.J. Stroud is going to be great, but. Hear me out. Remember last season, the last like eight games, would they lose like 14 or 15 games or whatever? I think, yeah, I think they were like and two like, or 14. Most of the last 10 games, everyone's like, oh, we're going to kick the shit out of them. And they almost beat like everybody. They like, including lost us. By a, including us, almost lost by a score. And they, you know, what's the the dude, what's the kid they just drafted on defenses? Of- Will, Anderson. Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Fucking phenom. Dude. I don't know, man. Know I. I think there's a lot of people sleeping on them, and their division sucks. I know Jacksonville's there. I'm just saying, I wouldn't sp- not to like they're going to make the playoffs or anything, but like they go 500, I wouldn't be shocked. I would really be shocked. wouldn't be shocked. I would be shocked. I would be shocked about 500 just just based on the youth of the team, but you know Stroud and Pierce, um, Collins, they got Tank Dell there. Mechie's coming back from cancer. Uh, yeah, Mechie, Robert John Woods, Mechie, right? Robert, I forgot about you him. know like. They've got some talent, man. They got from, uh, and they got Laramie Tunsil. He's one of the best tackles in the league. Mm -hmm. You know, Shaq Mason, Kendrick Green. They got some players. Got some talent, dude. They're going to be terrible. Defense, man. Defense, (laughs) Petrie. They could be. I mean, there's got to be terrible teams. I don't think so. I think they're five, six. Oh, five, six. All right, team. Ryan, yeah, Ryan's um, kind of with me. That's terrible. I would have said, but five dude, wins. they went for two and but for their 16, age. I don't think it's terrible last year. Yeah. I don't think it's terrible for their age. I I'm think they're going to get a couple wins that like, nobody expects. Okay. They brought in Jimmy Ward. They brought in Jimmy Ward from from the Niners. Jeez. They got Demeco Ryan's as their coach. Jalen Petrie. I like Demeco as uh, their coach. Petrie is awesome. Um, Derek yeah. Stingley is a blue chip corner. 
you know, I don't really like that well, line. Stingley, this is this is only his second year too, right? Yeah, it's the second year. Like, I just like the way they're heading. Um, Got a lot of talent they, over there, Sean. I didn't think I was going to have to defend that the Texans are going to stink. I'm just year. saying they're not going to be the dregs of this the year. I don't <laughs> think gonna, it's going to be them. Let's put it this way. I they're think... they're going to be picking in the top six next year. You think so? Well, if they had a first-round pick, they might have traded it for Will Anderson, actually. I don't yeah. think that that's, like, the worst thing, Trade. though. Like, yeah. I just think they're so young, they're getting better. A lot of these guys, you're looking up and down the starting roster, first, second-year guys, and then they right. brought in some, some veterans to help these guys along. And, like, I think yeah. they're definitely on the up. I could see them, yeah. Maybe they hit their rock bottom, and it's it's an upward trajectory from here. <laughs> Well, you can't get much lower than two wins. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do our predictions. Let's let's move on. Uh, so these are our annual predictions that are always exactly accurate. Just kidding. Yeah, we're always right on the money. We're going to be going are you, over. Are you putting it, Sean? Are you going to note it down? Yeah, I'll write it down. Okay. We're going to be noting, uh, doing game picks for all 272 games. So this is going to be a seven-hour podcast. Everybody buckle <laughs> in. I actually had just had to do that math. I was like 17 games, 32 teams. Um, nice work. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's probably wrong, but we're, we're gonna do. What do you guys want to do first? You want to do team stuff like Super whatever Bowl? Whatever you, whatever you want to do. I don't care. We uh, should do the Super Bowl. Right. Kind of. We were just talking about teams. Well, let's just do that. Okay. You want? To, let's start. All right. Let's fuck it. Let's start with the Super Bowl champ. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? Ooh. That's a tough one for me. Yeah, I'll start it. I'll, I'll say the Eagles. You think the Eagles are running back? I think the Eagles are gonna, are going to run it back. They're just so deep. They're they're well coached. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Um, they they have two really good, you know, solid running backs. Really good offensive line. Good defense all across the board. Quarterback solid. Um, good receiver there's just there's just no weakness in that team so yeah, yeah. I, you know I'm, and you're really they, they're they're the type of team that could lose a guy i mean jalen hurts could go down and you could have Mariota, or or um who's the other kid the big kid they got from uh, uh, uh whatever it doesn't matter they're just good enough everywhere even if someone goes down to be competitive James. Well, and then the, so, the other issue is with the NFC. It's like I, I feel like pick? I have to take I, – I guess I have to take the Eagles because <laughs> you look at the rest of the goddamn conference, it's like, who are you going to pick? The Vikings? They they got smoked in the playoffs last well, year. To win the Super Bowl? To win the Super – yeah, who are you going to pick? And are you? We're saying it, to win it. Who's To win it. Oh, oh, to win the Super I, thought Bowl. You were talking, I thought we were talking NFC, AFC. I'm sorry. Who's going to win it? I'm going Bengals. Hey, me Mark. too. <laughs> okay. That's Bengals. funny. I have I, the Eagles versus I have the Eagles versus the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Well, that's what I did. I thought last year we just picked who was the matchup. Do we all have, Do we all have Eagles Bengals in the no, Super Bowl? No, I had yeah. Bengals Niners. Wow. I just you didn't want to pick the Eagles. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, who do you pick? Who do you pick in the friggin' NFC outside the Eagles or maybe the Niners? It's like them can't pick Minnesota, the New Orleans. Troy. I know. I was looking around. It's like Cowboys, Seahawks. There's no one. There's nobody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Detroit. Yeah. You know, are you going to bet on Jordan Love and Green Bay? No. Yeah. I mean, the Rams and Cardinals are going to be maybe the worst teams in the league. Detroit's a little bit interesting, though. 
I mean, they they might be decent out of default because the rest of their conference is horrible. Yeah, I, you guys are you guys are pretty know, aligned. You got the same teams like the winning winning the conferences. But we don't agree on Detroit. We're very split. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I like that team, man. I, I like the. You pieces. like them? My I brother's like been line. talking them up to me for the past week, and I'm like, I don't want to hear it until they, you know, win a few games in a row. I know they had a good yeah. stretch in the end. I feel like Dan Campbell is just his shtick gets old after a while. It happened to Miami. It's only been maybe three, he's learned from his mistakes. It's only been three years, and I think he coached Miami for like half a season. That's true, so, or whatever he, whatever. Yeah, uh, I get okay. you have to go Philly. It sucks. I hate picking the fucking Eagles for anything. Okay, you can't really go against Philly right now. I think that until you know, somebody else in the earlier. NFC, yeah, until somebody else in the NFC midway through the season shows that they're a contender, there are no. I think it's the Niners. Are, it's are the, the Niners contender. I mean, we didn't get. I don't think Purdy can last that long. Well, dude. we didn't get to see it. They, well, they, they played Darnold. in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, they got darted. What is what is that injury he had again? It was shoulder? a UCL. It's the ulnar collateral like ligament. Tommy John. It's the Tommy like John. Tommy John. So how does that work for quarterbacks? Is that just it's fine? The, it's like the thing baseball that makes your where arm they go forward like this. It's the right. Ligament so Tommy John, I know, is like you know, it's fine for baseball players. His quarterbacks are just good. I don't even know if he had Tommy John or if he had some something else. Tommy John is is where they remove your torn ligament and they put in a new one. Right. I don't know so if he has just always assuming... done by Dr. James Andrews. So yeah. I don't know if he, you know, I don't know if he did uh he's the most famous doctor in the world, right? Oh Dr. yeah, Dr. he's James, got it. James Andrews. Everybody knows his name. Yeah. yeah. In Alabama. I don't know any I know my doctor and Dr. Dame, James Andrews. <laughs> and that's the only two doctors I know. That's good. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I, I just have a, fee- a tough time believing that he's gonna be able to go eighteen, you know, whatever, twenty one games. Yeah. Maybe he misses a, a chunk in the middle of the season. He comes back to the playoffs. So do you guys both have the Niners in the NFC championship game? Losing I mean, to the I Eagles. I guess by default. No, I don't. You don't? Who we got? I have the Eagles. Beating the Lions. Ooh, oh my god, my dude. goodness. He's going all in on this. I did. I that's what I had. <laughs> I looked around the <laughs> NFC and I'm like, who that's can win had, a playoff dude. game? Literally, dude. There's nobody there. I couldn't there's pick a team. Well, I wanted to switch it up. There. I didn't want to be like cookie cutter, yeah. like just picking there's you know. n- and you know the thing is there's no there's no quarterbacks. It's like who is Minnesota? the quarterback you're putting your money on? You're putting your money on Jared Goff. That's where we're at. The case for Minnesota Kirk, is that Brian Flores is coaching the defense. Oh, he's there for defense. Brian Flores is their defensive coordinator. Oh, he's a legitimate adult he is. in the room. He's he's a good coach. Nobody ever said he I was not a good so coach. Many, but I, I think I they're go gonna so be many ways good. with the NFC. Yeah. They'll probably win their division, but would they win? A record, what was it, 11 games by three points or less, or yeah, seven they had one an, score or whatever? Yeah, I think they might have even had a negative point differential and they went 13 right. and four. That doesn't that happen every year. No, that's that's gonna whatever that was covering up is all gonna come out this year <laughs> and they're gonna be like eight and seven or, or eight and nine or something, nine and eight. Go Squeak ahead, into the playoffs. So I had the Lions there, but like if you had me put Would you bet money, on that. Yeah, exactly. So, so if you had me put down money, it's like 49ers, um, right? I don't know, I Minnesota, Dallas, Giants, possibly. Yeah. Um, Fal- 
out. I no. can't see Jan- Daniel Jones winning two right, so, games. So, so if you have me do that, depends on how much money, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> depends on the pay. Uh, depends on the payout, dude. Cause, yeah, of course. You yeah. know, I'll take the Lions as a long shot there. I think that's what. Are, what's that's the fun. Lions' odds on to win the Super Bowl? There you go. You look that up while oh, you're doing that. Horrendous. Let's talk about AFC. So uh, we got plus twenty two hundred, Rye. Well, put on a hundred bucks, you'd win twenty two hundred bucks. What does that get me? Twenty two hundred plus twenty two hundred, you get twenty two hundred dollars if you put a hundred. That's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> He's looking for a thirty thousand dollar payout. You bet put on the ten Texans. bucks down, you win two twenty. You guys bet on the Texans. There's an actor strike right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, we can't really spend that. money. We're both com- yeah. currently out of work because of the. Uh, Dude, that's too much information. And yeah. TMI. There you go. Okay. Well, we'll consult our, consult our legal counsel. On the the odds don't up. even come up for the Houston Texans. Yeah. You have no to go one's deep. even thought to make that bet. <laughs> Let's see. The AFC Championship on. game, the Texans? Yeah, Texans. No, Super Bowl plus 20,000. There you go. That's the odds you're looking for. That's you <laughs> put down 100 bucks, you win 20 grand. Yeah, CJ Stroud has That's awesome. Except they'll Dan never Marino. do it. So imagine the stress. What are we talking about, dude? Yeah. Too much. <laughs> what too are much. we talking? Let's about? get back on track. Talk about the AFC. So all we, right, all we, right. we all got the Bengals advancing out of the AFC. Who do they who mm-hmm. do they take down in the championship game? I'll go first. Uh, right. Okay. I was I just didn't want to take the Chiefs. And honestly, some of the the things that are going on around that team, it's a little unsettling. Mm-hmm. I'm going the Chargers. I think the Chargers are a high upside team. Oh boy! And that's what that's what you're talking about—a team that that uh, could beat a good team in the playoffs. The Bills haven't shown it yet. I love that. I don't have it. Yeah, I love it, and I don't have that, but I wish I did because <laughs> I, you know, how high I am on on uh, the kid there, Herbie Hancock. But go ahead, Herbie Hancock. Yeah, that's me. Who who, who do you got? got right. You, I got the Bills. Yeah, I, th- I think Bills. that. Bengals over pick. Bills makes makes sense. Um, I mean, we are really dogging the Chiefs right now, I think. But, you know, I just I just don't want to see it again, really, is is the reason I, I think I picked the Bills. Same. Um, and, I, and I honestly wanted to pick the Chargers. So um, I got Bengals over go Bills for... and the Eagles over Lions, and the Eagles take, take the uh, championship over the Bengals. I mean, I, my gut wants to tell me the Chiefs, but I don't know. Kelsey being hurt already. The thing with Chris Jones, like you said, there's a lot of smoke there. I, I don't know. I have one of those a feeling that it's going to be one of those years where they just they're just dealing with injuries and getting guys healthy and getting guys on the field. Which, you know, we had those years with Tom Brady where it's just like everyone was hurt and you're throwing anybody on the field to get there, and it just completely derails so much of the other talent. I'm going to go for a complete wild card. I wouldn't put any money on it, but I'm going to go the Ravens. I'm going to say Lamar has a great season. I think they have a good defense. They've got a lot of talent there. I think J.K. Dobbins sucks at running the ball. Hopefully they find another running back. But uh, I don't know if that can happen, though. Can two teams from the same division be in the the same? They can if it works out right, the standings. Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, I'll go them them or the Jags. I feel like the Jags could run away with that division. Ooh, ballsy. We haven't talked about the Jags. I'm I feel like Dude, Trevor Lawrence just got Calvin Ridley. By all accounts, Calvin Ridley has been killing it in training camp. I don't know if you've heard this. Oh, yeah. Crushing yeah. it. Looks yeah, like a different player. 
Yeah. Um, you know, they've got so you were talking about them earlier, Rye. They've got a couple players on offense that are pretty good. They've shored up their offensive line a little bit. And they've got some talent they there. Have. They've got some talent. Trevor Lawrence is I mean, is he is he gonna make the leap, right? Yeah. He was considered the Peyton Manning, you know, the one guy in ten years that's got all the attributes that you want in a quarterback. Uh tough rookie season. Doug Peterson came along, brought him along last year for definitely a, an improving season. And it could be this year where he's fucking dominant. That's, yep. that's definitely in the cards. Better, better O-line. He's got multiple guys to throw to. Ridley, Kirk, Zay Jones. Yeah. Uh, two two running backs that are pretty decent. Who's uh, behind ETN? Uh, tank, tank Bixby. Bixby. Oh, Tank. Tank, yeah. yeah. Def- decent defense. Um some pieces there. Trayvon Walker, the was he their first pick last year? Yep. First uh, overall. Devin Lloyd, Josh, Josh Allen, Tyson Campbell, Andre Sisko, I like. Um, it's, it's a yeah, decent man. team there. Probably, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, the... A little go for it. Yeah. They're, uh, you know, there's, another there's definitely... A team that could pop off. They could be a surprising... Oh, they went 13-4. I mean, They're the like, AFC well, champ... The league's very... Com- AFC is very competitive, man. Dude, like, the AFC playoffs are going to be awesome. Yeah. Or, well, they should be. We'll see. I mean, you know how it always kind of some stuff fade out throughout the season, but I think it's going to be unbelievable. First of the NFC, it's going to be like, what? Kind of like last year, like, what the hell is going on here? There's yeah, two or three teams. Bills, One of them Chiefs, falls Chargers. off immediately. Bills, Chiefs, ba- Chargers, Bengals. Bengals, uh, Ravens, Jaguars. Jags. You know, it's like. Jets and Dolphins. I mean, all know? those teams are, are in the Maybe the Patriots. Above. I think all those teams would be ranked ahead of everybody but the Eagles in the NFC. And maybe not the 49ers, but it's, well, the Eagles it's close, are, yeah, right? The, like, yeah. The Eagles are the only one that would be in that conversation with those teams if they were in the NFC or the AFC. Yeah, I, I'd I say the, the Niners, Niners would the be. The Niners too. might. They, they would be. Yeah. Niners, yeah, Niners, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good final fours for each of us. We got them jotted down. We will revisit come February, see how we did. Uh, let's move on to individual awards. Fun. MVP. Yeah. MVP. Um, Last year, I'll go Patrick first Mahomes. on this. What we got? Uh, I'm going to go Smoking Joe. Smoking, Smoking Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. I think he, he's going to win the Super Bowl. I think it's his time to shine. He wants to show off that he deserves that big $55 million contract or whatever that ridiculous number is at this year. Uh, they got the te- in their offense, dude. If those guys stay healthy, Jamar Chase was hurt for what four games or something last year, and it kind of took a little bite out of them. If they can stay healthy on offense, I don't know of any team. Even though we almost kind of beat them, which is shocking. They had a, oh, Orlando Brown in there too. Yeah, they got Orlando Brown. Their their tackle situation's great. Finally, you know that was the story of Burrow's early career. Like a lot of young quarterbacks, it's just getting fucking crushed. And now they've yeah. surrounded his offensive line with a lot. I don't really think too highly anymore of Joe Mixon. I feel like he's fallen off a bit compared to what other people think of him. But I just think he's got so much freaking talent. And he's – they had so much talent around them. And their coach has been doing a really good job with them. Going smoking gel. Plus, he's on my fantasy I love team. So I nice. love that. And I had that written down. But I'm not going to do it because you did it. Okay, I'm going Justin. Her- I'm going Justin Herbert. You um, just had to find an excuse to do it. I had to do it, and that's a perfect <laughs> excuse to do it. Um, 
I fucking love the kid, man. You know, he's healthy. He's got a new offensive coordinator that we got the people same raving shit coach. Head yeah, coach, but I'll is. take the offensive coordinator. I think that 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 matters more get? to me in Who'd this they situation. Get there? Kellen Moore, uh, former QB, Kellen Moore. Yeah, where where so was he again? They got, they got Eckler. Dallas. Okay. They got Eckler back, who's best pass catching tight end or best pass catching back. I would I would say in the league. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams are back. One of them is probably going to get hurt. You still have Josh Palmer. You brought in a first round pick in Quinton Johnston, um, who is speed and size mm-hmm. to the highest degree. Uh, Gerald Everett will help when one of those guys gets hurt. Okay, tight ends. Rashawn Slater, Zion Johnson, um, big time players, um, first round picks on their offensive line. Um, I, I just like the situation there. I think it's better. I think it's a lot better. And healthy Justin Herbert, I, I know what he can do. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Herbert there. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going Jalen Hurts. I think he's he's Ooh. one of the favorites. But like we said in the NFC, this Eagles team is gonna win 13, 14 games, something like that. They're gonna most likely, yeah. And if you're yeah. the the quarterback, it's about the it's about the wins too. Yeah, it's you're about the, the wins and the too, best isn't team it? In the league. That's the thing. It's about the wins, and, and like you look a lot better when your team wins, even if you have a bad game. So unless your numbers are out of control, then I think that the quarterback from the best teams is is the MVP. And I just want to mention here, we're really trying to stay away from the Chiefs, right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to see Mahomes and and the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, yeah. win MVP, win nothing. We don't want to see them win shit, right? Yeah. And Literally. one of one of the things about these awards is a lot of it's the story around it and people get tired. There's a, a reason Brady didn't win more MVPs is cuz people were like, eh, definitely. Uh, we've seen them already. For some reason people didn't get tired of Peyton or even Rodgers. They did. <clears throat> there were times they got tired of Peyton. Yeah. I'd say like what do you win the Super Bowl in 09 or 08? I, I, for my, oh, my thing oh, with six. Peyton Manning was I never well, got lost too... the Saints in 09. Yeah. Is that what it was? That was I never got too sick of Peyton Manning because I felt like he conducted himself so, so well. Like, Dude, as a professional. I, me and Granny hated oh, no. Peyton Manning. Go back to our no. 2013 episodes when oh, we started this fucking thing. Oh my God. You look back though, he wasn't the most hateable guy. He was oh, just, no, he was know. great. He was great. It was just he was Brady's nemesis. You know, him and Brady. No, he was a he nemesis, was nemesis, but he's not. I mean, it was always Brady. You wanted to say Brady over Manning because you had Brady. Yeah, like right. of course. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like he was a dickhead like Aaron Rodgers. No, he was you know awesome. I mean? He was like a hilarious. I know. I I would good get, personality dude. I would get mad about how much I liked his commercials. I'd be like, God yeah, damn I know. it, he's so good. It's like yeah. we we tried to find anything we could be like oh he did that he's a terrible person yeah. all the time and it was like the yeah. littlest it had it was like such small stuff i think that was it for me like i was always just trying to find shit to to like hate the colts for and obviously well, I, I hate the colts but it's not like was it old 2011 the fourth and two was that that was 2010 2010 that game was a regular no, 2009 game, wasn't it? It was 2009 actually so I think right around that 2009, 2010, 2011, people started getting sick of Peyton Manning. Just from a national standpoint, kind of like the Brady thing. Yeah. 
Um, but then he had his he comeback. Sh- he sat out a year. He was so he dominant, dude. Yeah. He was so he dominant. Really That's good. why it was like that year. I think it was 04 when Marvin Harrison and him were just like just crushing stupid, it. Stupid, you know, just annoying. I mean, he had two of the best receivers of all time on those things, too. My, it's Kinda honestly my favorite game of all time. My favorite game ever was the Patriots in Foxborough 2004 AFC Championship game. And Ty Law changes the fucking rules of football <laughs> by just bullying the shit out of Marvin Harrison. He's he's still jamming him ten yards out of bounds to the point where he cried. You know, they had to change the fucking rules. They changed the fucking rules, and Ty Law had three picks in that game, by the way. And and Peyton Manning did not know what to say. You know, like it was just Ty Law took the game. Yeah, you, you know? he did have something to say. He said, "We can't allow that to happen anymore." Okay. We've got to change the rules. We are so far off yeah. track. It's all right. All right. It happens. <laughs> but, I, all right. but you're right. Sorry. None of us picked hey, Mahomes, hey. but Mahomes is probably one of the betting favorites. He's probably yeah, top, top three. Player. Yeah. Okay. Uh, offensive player of the year. So I looked back at previous seasons, and it's either the same guy as the MVP, if it's or the quarterback, or it's a running back or receiver. And so I hate, I just I hate decided to take. When they do the same person for the award, it's it's annoying. Yeah, I hate it. It's annoying. I hate it. Um, so, so you want to do someone different? Well, I I chose to do. You don't have to. Okay. I chose to go with Jamar Chase. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, just to switch it up, I'll go Justin Jefferson. He's absolutely phenomenal last year. Completely dominant. At, I mean, not often do you see a receiver like that. That's that good. I mean, against the Patriots in that freaking game, it's like the catches against he was the making Bills. against the Bills. I mean, some of those games, it's like, holy shit. You know, it's that like against watching Bills, a Randy Moss. Like, he doesn't have the same exact skill set or anything as Randy Moss. Just does, like seeing someone physically dominate every other athlete on the field, and these are the best athletes in the world, and this dude's just head and shoulders above them is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, right. yeah I had uh... – a. I had Jamar Chase, same as you. Uh, I'm looking at what he can do with Joe, Joe Burrow this year. Um, the things that Tyler Boyd and and um, T Higgins, the big guy there, Higgins creates for him as far as like freeing him up to be himself uh, after the catch kind of kind of stuff where he just runs away from guys. I think he's. I think it's him and Justin Jefferson are, are the two best offensive players in the league, minus quarterback. And I hate seeing quarterback win offensive player of the year. Yeah, that's good. All right, defensive player of the year. Last season was Nick Bosa. I believe Chris Jones finished in second. I don't think anybody's taking Chris Jones given the fact that he might not play a third of the season. Yeah. Uh, I'm going back to a previous winner. I'm going T.J. Watt. He was injured last year, right? Coming he got back. injured in just in November. Gotcha. Um, I was going to go Nick Bosa, and I kind of forgot that he's still dealing with this contract shit. So if that all gets shirt up, I'd go Nick Bosa. If not, I'll go Micah Parsons. Um, I think Parsons is last the better year. favorite. Probably, yeah. I mean, he kicked ass last year. It's a kind of a surprise he didn't get defensive player of the year. It went to Nick Bosa, I think, last year. Yeah. Um, so I would think Nick Bosa runs it back. Kind of seems like a 
a trend for those defensive linemen who are just so dominant to kind of rack up a couple in a row. TJ Watt would be one of those guys. Um, but yeah, Micah Parsons, I think it's, if, if he has the same season or expands on last season, it's, it's his due. Okay. I'm going way off, way off, way off topic, way off the board platform. I mean, I don't even think Vegas has this guy. I was going to pick Nick Bosa. Um, but his contract situation is up in the air. I don't even know if who's going to play week one, week two, week three. You're building the anticipation um, Mike, here. Micah Parsons is the easy one to project. I'm going way off. Jalen Petrie, Houston Texans. <laughs> I don't even know dude, who that is. Who is that? He's just a playmaker. He's just a playmaker, dude. Jalen Petrie? Jalen Petrie. I'm going Jalen Petrie way the fuck off. Just a playmaker that's going to make plays everywhere. So, wow. I'm on a limb on this one. I'm yeah, you yeah. are. I'm I see your stunned. face. I'm stunned. All right. We've spent like 10 minutes on the Texans in this podcast. That's insane. Okay. Next, what, next. what position is Jalen? He's Peter? a safety. Oh, my God. When's the last time a safety won defensive player of the year? Never. I just think he's a, I just think he's a ball hawk, dude. <laughs> never. I just think he's a ball hawk, dude. I think Ed, Ed Reed might have done it. Ed Reed might have won it. That's yeah. a good one, yeah. All right, rookies. I, like I feel like he's that kind of player, man. He can come up, make tackles. He he can play, but no one's heard coverage. of him. That's the problem. No one's heard of him. I know. Everyone's no gonna ask for him, dude. Hey. Kind of off topic, but did you? I said to um, Rye. I don't like going third because then I have to do shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Rye. I don't know if you saw it, but it's um, someone asking <laughs> Deion Sanders who the most athletic person he's ever seen was. It goes, "Is it Bo Jackson? Was, the, was he the most athletic person you ever seen?" He goes, "No." My crackhead, crackhead cousin named Junebug was the most athletic person oh I've ever fucking God. seen. I thought he, was <laughs> he just talks gonna... about him, and he's like, "Oh, he like it's ridiculous." And then he's like, "Besides him, yeah, Bo Jackson was number two, but <laughs> Junebug was way more." You athletic never know, than man. I'm seen. telling you, some of these drug addicts on the streets, like you never know, like that they, they could be really good athletes. They uh, just got fucking sidetracked. Yeah, some, they went the wrong path. Crack, I thought that was the know. funniest thing. His cousin Junebug. Wow. He's the most athletic. Of course, is that what Jalen Petrie is? He's Junebug? Yeah, probably. Call him right, you gotta, I think I sent that to you on Instagram. You got to check it out. It's funny as hell. All right. Oh, we're going to have to watch Jalen Petrie together. Let's all right, all right. Let's talk about the rookies. All right, rookies, rookies. You guys are tough to corral. You guys are like two wild Broncos right now. Uh, offense, too much fun. Offensive rookie of the I think Ryan gets to go first on offensive rookie of the year, so none of us take his <laughs> choice. Bijan, if you don't take, see, if I go third, I'm going to pick someone off the wall. So Bijan is the obvious pick, right? Like yeah. he's a running back. He's got that spot. He's the most talented offensive player in this draft. Probably mm-hmm. pro- he's the most talented running back since easily Saquon, but probably more Adrian Peterson, like quick, short area burst and like, real short area wiggle to, to make guys miss. Not quite the long speed that you get from like Saquon, but um, he can catch passes. He can, he can do basically everything. I think he's, I think he's an all pro like in the making. James. Um, I'm going to go Jordan Anderson. God damn it. That was mine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> For the Vikings. Yeah. Now he's going um, to Mario Douglas. Yeah, to Mario Douglas, he's he could be. I mean, he's small, man. He's small, so it's tough. Uh, I, I, you know, Granny can tell you more about Jordan Anderson. I thought he looked really good coming out of college. 
um, comes goes into a good passing offense. Uh, everybody's going to be looking at Justin Jefferson. Um, TJ Hawkinson now, too, just got the big contract. So there's going to be a lot of eyes on other people on the field. And like they've it. been looking for a guy to fill in the old Adam Thielen role. Not that he's the same player as Adam Thielen. Thielen's just, gone. Just like another – they need another guy, and he fills that role really, really nice. well. Him and Osborne. Could have a couple – yeah, and Osborne's good, but I think he, Addison can be better. So Jordan Addison. Granny, you going to change it up or you're going to go with Addison? I'm going to change it up. Oh. You, you get to own Addison. Yeah. Addison's very smooth. He's uh, so I smooth. Like that his, his pit tape is incredible. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to switch it up. Uh, I'll go Bryce Young. Rookie quarterback, name recognition. He's in a shitty division. They could go eight and nine. And somebody's like, oh, can you believe it? Bryce Young threw for 4,000 yards. Do you like the way he's looking? I haven't watched him in preseason, but I loved him coming into the draft. So I'm, I'm not a huge Frank Reich fan, but I'm a huge Bryce Young fan. So I'm going to go with him. Defensive rookie of the year. James, you get this one first. Do you know any defensive rookies? That's the question. Yeah, my boy. Keon White. Keon White. Keon you, White. Ooh, you shouldn't. Okay. No, That's I think awesome. he's gonna dunk. I, I think they're that. gonna put him in the middle. I think he's gonna rack up like eight eight or ten sacks this year. I think he's gonna be a freaking force. The guy looks like he's been in the league and does not look like a rookie. Uh, other than that, uh, outside of the Patriots, maybe Jalen Carter. I think he, he's got a big name for himself. He's on a team, you know, he's on Philly with a very high profile. It's tough. A lot, lot of media there, a lot of, lot of people to see, you know, and yeah. he's, he's got a lot of, um, you know, he's already got a lot of hype, so. It's tough for defensive tackles. Though, it is, isn't it? it is. Like, but he, to, if he's going to, if anyone's going to do it, it's on the Eagles, right? Yeah, I could see it. Uh, but Keon White's my to... pick. Keon White, put him down. Oh, it's, it's marked. It's not, Am I going last? No, you go. You go ahead. Okay. I'm going Will Anderson. Ah, nice. Oh, the Texans. More Texans. Dude, I got the defensive player of the year, right? And I got Will Anderson, who's (laughs) unguardable in college, right? D'Amico Ryan's just making the best defense of all time over there. Well, I I think he's doing a really good job. He is. Um, I agree. Sean doesn't, but I agree. Like so Will Anderson <laughs> is one of these players that's like I feel like he's generational. When I watched him at Alabama as a freshman, as a sophomore, and the way teams just schemed for him and they couldn't stop him still. Like you know, not the best athlete of all time, just a great feel for the game. He knows exactly what he's doing, how to how to free himself up understands leverage can play the run can play the pass uh, might not might not get 10 12 sacks but he's going to make a, a huge difference to that team uh will anderson for me is is a blue chip defensive rookie all right here we go <clears throat> i'm gonna go with a defensive tackle i'm gonna go kalijah cansey first round mm. pick of buccaneers d tackle 280 okay. pounds out of pit I just think the he's going to make shocking. <clears throat> he's going to make splash plays. He's going to he's going to jump next off to the screen. Of yeah, he's just going to he's going to jump. And people are going to notice that. Whoa! Did you see what he I just see. did? And the, the Aaron Donald right. comparisons are just so easy to make. 
and I think it's going to help boost him. I love that he's playing next to Vita Vea. I mean, the amount of yeah, that's pretty good. The amount of uh, of single blocking, you know, one man blocking that he's going to face because Vita Vea just commands two guys. Um, yeah. I love that. That's a, that's a good pick. Next one is comeback player of the year. This is a tough one because I don't really know what. Don't the, say Demar Hamlin. I don't know what the definition don't. of of this is. Uh, yeah. If a guy got injured for a month, is he now the comeback player of the year the next year? Because if you look back at the history of it, it's kind of what it seems like. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's there's some circumstances like Alex Smith who had a life threatening thing and then he came back and played so he won it, but. Like Geno Smith, one comeback player of the year, and I'm like coming back from what? Riding the bench? Like, right. what is he coming Literally. back from? Yeah, so I don't. Right. It's annoying. I don't. I don't know I what don't, the definition. I don't understand. Demar Hamlin is the overwhelming favorite. I'm looking at the odds right here. He's minus two eighty five, and the next but closest he, person is plus two thousand. But that is he a so? Is he a special teams player? Yeah. But yeah, the the story. The it's a story. It's a story. It's all about the that narrative. to me is so transparent. Like, not all right, I got one for you that actually fits. DeAndre Hopkins. He was hurt for half of last season. All right, let's see if he's on. The, he is on the list. Boom. I don't really I got, believe that though. I don't think he's I mean, gonna have a good season. I have two here because I don't really understand the parameters. Just like Sean said, I have Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. That's who I wanted to pick. Yes. That <laughs> and was, I have. That's who I was I have, thinking. I, I think I even had it written down here. I just don't oh, want to see DeMar Hamlin win it just because he got badly hurt. Like, it doesn't even really make any sense. He's not that good of a player. So you have to be a good player, I think, to come back. Yeah. He's coming back from injury. Everybody, A lot of people come back from injury. You have to right. come back and be amazing at football. Yeah. Um, so you, Calvin Ridley, they won't for me, allow they, one. And it's a great TJ pick. Right. They would never allow it. He's coming back from what? Oh, a year-long suspension from betting on games. <laughs> yeah nobody would yeah. ever do that yeah. yeah and the other one for me is uh cooper cup cooper cup that's i think a, is a, that's a good one yeah that's a, good a nice one. shout you know yeah you reminded me of one uh earlier john mechie coming yeah. back from cancer and he might have a breakout season a guy that was probably going to be a first round pick ended up dropping but again he's coming back as a he's never done anything he's never in the done NFL. it yeah i don't know right. like so it's an odd odd yeah, uh, it's criteria. a weird award, right? Like, give me some fucking criteria here. It's Don't whatever, give me like whatever brings the most tears when you write that headline. That's yeah. what, that's what it is. That's... Okay, last one. We're almost at the end here. Thank the thanks everybody one. for for hanging in. Coach of the Coach year. Coach of the year. Coach big one. Year. Real big one. <laughs> this one is again. It's narrative driven. You know, Ron Rivera might be a bottom five coach in the NFL. And he's won this River. award two times riverboat Ron. He's got a career losing record. He's only had, I think two or three winning seasons in like 10 years. And he's won coach of the year twice. Kevin Stefanski, former winner. It's like you, you look around at who won, wins these awards and you're like, that's yeah, it's not good guy? coaches. That's it's not good guy. coaches. No, it's about going from it's improving your record and it's right. doing it's overcoming some obstacle. You know, your quarterback got injured. You're playing with a rookie. It's all those types of things. Like last year, the Giants, Daniel Jones was dog shit. Dable comes in, Daniel Jones is good. It's like things like that. So it's not about picking. Andy Reid's not going to win this. Right. You know, uh, 
yeah. Sean Payton. Sean Payton might if that team is Sean good. Payton. I don't like Pete Carroll. No matter how good the Seahawks do, like I don't think he'll win it. He's not going to win. Know it. What I feel mean? like if you're on a good team and you know you're going to be good, you have to go like undefeated to be yeah. in that conversation. Right. You know? Right. So like, I'd pick Pete Carroll, but like I, I know he'll never win it because they're always a 500 plus team. Yeah. So who you got? And they're not going to give it to one. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Uh, I can tell you who I'm not choosing is fucking Frank Reich. <laughs> After last year, I picked him and he got fired 10 games or whatever into the season. That's an all-time so, worst pick. <laughs> not picking him again. Uh, I was going to go simple. I know he's not going to do it, but I know he's not going to get fired. And that's Bill Belichick. Wow. I think Bill, uh, you know, there's, as we've talked about at length here, there's not a lot of expectations from this Patriots team. There's a lot of talk about him being done. How long is Bill going to do it? Is he going for the coaching record? Is he not? Is he, is he done after his contract, which is up in two years? I think he's going to put on a good coaching, um, a lot better than last year. I feel like he, he's an extremely competitive guy and people don't really talk about that as much. They always talk, Oh, is he trying to lose? Is he trying to tank? Is he doing this to screw up the team? No, I think he's an extremely competitive guy and he knows the narrative on him and he wants to right that wrong. I think he's only won the award once. In 20 years, did he, didn't he he win it once or uh, no? He definitely won yeah, it in 07. I he won it in 07. He must have won another time. I mean, he must have. I don't think so. I think he's wow. been close and hasn't. I could be wrong about that. We can check the facts on that one. But I'm going Belichick. I'm going Belichick. If I, and, you know, someone I would have liked to choose would have been Zach Taylor, you know, Bengals coach. But it's like, what, they have like 13, 12 or 13 wins last year? Like, 12, yeah. like Ryan said, like they got to go unfucking defeated for this guy to get a sniff. So, and that's not happening. Yeah. So I'm going Bill Belichick. I like the Belichick pick, but I think that he's going to have to win 10, 11 games Probably. and make the playoffs might to happen. be in that conversation yeah. Yeah. with this team in the division. I think you have to give him credit for that. I have, uh, I have two that I can't really decide on. And, and JJ, you're going to love this. I have Dan Campbell oh my God. or Arthur Smith. The guy from the Falcons? Falcons. Dude, I wanted to pick him, and then I saw, I looked at his picture, and I was like, I can't pick, I can't pick this guy. <laughs> matter, of fact, I, matter of fact, I think I, I think I am going to go Arthur Smith. I'm going to go Arthur Smith. He makes Smith. more sense. Dan Campbell, because what they win? They won, what, eight games, nine games last year? Right. So you're looking for a team that's, like, rebounding, right? It's like, yeah. they got to win I think 14 I'm gonna go, games this year for him to win. Right. Arthur Smith, if they can sneak into the playoffs, I think that's a nice sneaky pick. I think that's a good pick. But when you look at Arthur Smith on the sidelines, it's like who brought, you know, what what is this guy like to try? Like who is this guy? He's not the coach. <laughs> that's not. You a know head what I mean? Coach. That's yeah. not a head coach. What is like? Where'd this dude come from? He looks like he should be doing your taxes or something. Yeah. Like, but I think they're I think they're improving. I think it's team on the. Own, I, that's so. a good pick. That is a good you pick. Know? I just he is a character. That dude. I don't know how yeah. he's gonna rile those guys up to play for him because he Yo, you know you know looks funny, he crazy, sounds like, funny, and nothing against him. I don't want you know, but it's just he's a he's a goofy looking dude. I feel like there's so many coaches you could, but Brandon Staley is another one. Like you chose him if, last year, he should have been fired. If that OC makes him look good, yeah, he should have been fired Definitely. last year. But if that OC makes him look good, here's Kelly, a bold Kelly prediction: Moore. he gets fired finally this year, three years in the making. And Kellen Moore takes the job. Yeah, bold, bold please. Prediction. He's oh, he's keeping that team back by two wins, yeah. Every year. <laughs> okay, this is a it's a really tough one, and honestly, I couldn't come up with a good one. I think Arthur Smith is a good one. Um, so I just went with Mike Tomlin. 
Mike Tomlin's he's just, not going to win it. He, he I might. figured you'd go with Dennis Allen. No, no, because I don't. I don't believe in him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. He's had too many stints where he's just failed. Right? Was he the? Yeah, he was he, Minnesota a while ago, right? No, he was in uh, uh, not Oakland when the Raiders were in Oakland. It was Oakland. So by That's saying right. Mike Tomlin, you're saying the Steelers are going to make the playoffs. I'm, I think they will make the playoffs. I think. They I mean, will. they're guaranteed. They're going to be a good team. Guaranteed to have a winning record. Tomlin doesn't do. They got anything. They're going to be better than the. What a hype! So you're saying the Steelers year, are going to be better than the Browns and the yes. Ravens. Yeah, who like and take? the Bengals <clears throat> or, or the Bengals? Yeah, in the AFC wild card, I have Patriots, Steelers, Chargers, and I got the the Bengals winning that division, Chiefs winning out west, and the Bills. Patriots, winning the east. Steelers, Chargers. See, I could make a case. No other AFC Jets. East team. No Jets or Dolphins. Who do who Not you have taking the, the division? Bill, Bills. You have uh, Bills I got winning. The Bills it. winning the division. Yeah. I could I like make it. a case that the that the Steelers are. I mean, they might be the fourth best the, team in that the, division. In that division, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what I'm saying. Like, which is why if Dude, Mike they, Tomlin gets into the playoffs, he looks like coach of the year. He's got. I don't know if right. he's a lot. I mean, Mike Tomlin. I, I assume. I assume they're going to be better than the Browns, but I don't know if they're going to be better than the Ravens or the Bengals. Like, Ravens is tough. So, Ravens have had. Uh, Difficult out outing the last so many years. I mean, and Lamar, it seems like gets hurt for a stretch of games every year now. Every year, yeah. Um, I don't know Pittsburgh though, dude. I gotta say, like they've got talent. Don't get me wrong, but like they've got. I don't know if they just have so many fans everywhere because of the old seventies teams, but like they are always extremely hyped up, and especially this year, it's like everywhere. All oh, the Steelers are gonna, you know, Steelers are the sleeper team. Steelers coming up. Kenny Pickett's gonna kick ass. That's funny. Might, it's a, it's, but they got so much. They got a lot of hype, big hype train behind them this year. Maybe, maybe it's a personal so. thing for me. But like, you don't I, think so? Oh right now, God, I'm I think like, they got a huge hype train behind them. This let, year. let Ryan speak, would you? Sorry. I, I, right now, I'm high on the Falcons, and they're kind of in a similar position as the as the Steelers, right? Like the who, the quarterback. Do you have any faith in that quarterback? I I really don't. I don't even know who the quarterback but, is. But they're good almost everywhere else. You know, <laughs> I don't know who he is. Desmond Desmond Ritter, Desmond yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no faith in him really, but I like the offensive line. I, I like the running game. I like the defense. I like the the weapons on offense. I I feel the same way about the Steelers. Yeah, you know, this, so, the case is Mike Tomlin wins games, and he's never won Coach of the Year, and he's universally recognized as one of the top coaches in the league. No, no, that's but good. The, I, the other difference won, is. Huh? The other difference is, Sean, NFC South sucks this is ass, true. dude. Yeah. And, and the fucking NFC North is stacked. Or AFC North is pretty tough. Yeah. That'll yeah. factor into the, the narrative. Yeah. It's all, I mean, this is all hoo ha. We'll, we'll find out. Sean McVay is going to go eight and eight after Matthew Stafford gets hurt, and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, can you believe it? And this is going to be one of these episodes we're going to revisit uh, like midway through. You know, the season we're, we're just going to shit on JJ for picking fucking <laughs> some of the key on whites know. on IR Keon white. Yeah. It's on IR. Knock on Belichick. We're fucking, we're fucking five and 12. <laughs> Dude, if we go five and 12 this year, he might get, I mean, that might be it. He might hang it up. That's, you know what? I think that's the last thing we should really touch on. Like what are our predictions for the Patriots? I have them as a nine and eight team. 
I think they're somewhere in that seven, seven and ten, ten and seven. They're yeah, in that I, window. I think right in that window. Yeah. I think their ceiling is eleven wins if everything goes right. Like literally, you know, Mac Jones has an increase, becomes a top ten quarterback. Stevenson's top ten running back. Defense top is top five. Injury bug doesn't hurt him. You know, offensive line holds up. I think that's eleven wins. That's the best we can do. Low, that's, that's low amazing. End, I think is yeah. Seven wins. Would, I don't I think would, they. I don't think they go below seven. No, Bill always pulls out random wins against teams you don't expect. Seven, eight, nine. I think that's the range. I I'm gonna go nine and eight just because I feel like that's, yeah, you know, the coaching staff getting the best out of these guys. Yeah, um, I mean they really should have been and, and it could, ten and seven last year if Jacoby Myers been. doesn't lateral the ball. And then, I mean, they still had to win that, but yeah, they still would have uh, Minnesota, had to win. Minnesota, they pulled the you know the Hunter Henry. It's a touchdown tough schedule too. For Andre Stevenson, fumbles going in to to get the field goal to beat the Bengals. Also, yeah. they they had the Marcus Marcus Jones punt return to win the Jets game. So maybe you balance those out and you go. Yeah. They should have been nine well, and we eight. We had the Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Myers throwing the ball backwards. Fucking yeah, and it, you know, I think for them to go less than seven wins, that means they're going. Zero and six in the division, which I don't think is happening. Yeah, I honestly think though that Bill O'Brien is a three-game difference. Yeah, you think over, so? Over Matt Patricia, I, I hope so. I do. I mean, what, I mean, you get somebody that doesn't know a fucking <laughs> fucking thing versus some someone that's good at his job. Yeah, like, yeah I know it's it's a big difference. Yeah. What were we eight nine last year? Is that what eight we and nine? Yeah. I like nine and eight. I think nine and eight is good. Yeah, we can't be worse than last year. I don't think, even with a hard. If we go nine and eight, I'm I'm like, I'm I'm, I hate to say this, I'm kind of happy with nine and eight. And I want to just see. For me, it's not even the record. I just want to see like improve actual football football. progress. Like, yeah, I mentioned that earlier, but I I just want to see something that's entertaining to watch, where I'm not like trying to fucking blow my brains out at halftime. (laughs) <laughs> literally well dude the thing too about everyone talking about you know our schedule is extremely hard now and it was last year but you know by week six that's all out the door you know what last year's records were and everything i mean there's always two one or two teams at the top that fall to the middle and a couple middling teams that go to the top that weren't on your schedule weren't on your radar so i mean everyone's right, making injuries huge, injuries and all that injuries yep. everyone's making a huge deal about how hard our schedule is it's like by week six or seven half those teams might not be good anymore it's very possible yeah but maybe the bad teams are are good so then it winds up being the texans, the texans. yeah okay i think that's the theme of this podcast <laughs> we can wrap it up here thank you all for listening houston and detroit enjoy the kickoff game on Thursday night, full slate of games on Sunday, great Monday night game. And uh, we hope we come out of this weekend with the Patriots at one and zero. fingers crossed. Oh yeah. Love you, Tom Brady. Hope you have the best celebration there. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks y'all. We'll talk to you next week. Let's go. Welcome back, Tom. Have a good week guys. Adios guys. <laughs>